Alleluia, Christ is risen, he is risen indeed, alleluia. The family Bible story for this week is Elijah ascends to heaven from 2 Kings chapter 2, verses 1 through 15. The Old Testament account of Elijah being taken up into heaven in the whirlwind in the fiery chariot is parallel in the Old Testament to the ascension of our Lord in the New Testament. So as our Lord ascended into heaven and then bequeathed to the apostles, his disciples, the ministry of word and sacrament, so we see that foreshadowed in Elijah's ascension into heaven. He does not die. He ascends into heaven and bequeaths to Elisha the ministry of a prophet, receiving a double portion of the Holy Spirit, indicating that the ministry is expanding from Elijah to Elisha, just as the ministry of Jesus expanded from Jesus to the Apostolic Twelve and today by pastors the world over. Think about a whirlwind. A whirlwind is a wind that spirals in all directions. It signifies how the gospel, the word of God, is to go out in all the earth. And the fiery chariot that takes Elijah up into heaven, a sign of victory, his ascension, just like our Lord's ascension to the Father's right hand is the sign of ultimate victory. Before reading the text of 2 Kings chapter 2, we want to talk about the names Elijah and Elisha. Elohim is the Hebrew word for God. Uh, it is a generic kind of word. So Baal could be called an Elohim. Uh, Asherah could be called an Elohim. But of course, they would be false Elohim, false gods. So Yah is the personal name of the Lord given by him to Moses at the burning bush. So anytime you see that in the Old Testament, Yah uh, or Yahweh, that is a reference to the God of the promise of salvation who revealed himself to Moses at the burning bush. And so it's translated in the Old Testament with the word LORD in all caps. So the name Elijah puts those two words together. Elohim and Yahweh. And what it means is Yahweh is God or the Lord is God. So back in Deuteronomy 6, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, He is the only God. And that's what the name Elijah means. It is a takeoff on that Shema Israel, the, uh, Shema Israel, the confession of faith that Yahweh alone is the only true and living God. Elisha is similar. It has Elohim in it, but also the word salvation. So Elisha's name means God is salvation. So you put the two together, the Lord is God, God is salvation. You have a wonderful foreshadowing of how Jesus' name means both things. The Lord, he is the Lord God and he is salvation. So with that in mind, we read the text now of 
2 Kings chapter 2. It came to pass when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Gilgal was the place of encampment prior to the conquest of the land of Canaan under Joshua. Then Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to Bethel. And Elisha said, As the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Now Elisha's repeated assertion throughout this reading, as the Lord lives, I will not leave you. He is swearing to God under the second commandment that he will remain true and faithful to the word of God that Elisha received from his spiritual father, Elijah. So this is like a pastor today subscribes to the Lutheran confessions and swears to be faithful to the scriptures and those Lutheran confessions and preach nothing contrary to that confession of the truth. Elisha is essentially saying the same thing here. His heart and his mind, his commitments are bound up with that word of truth that Elijah had delivered to him. The second thing to note here is there are three locations that you will observe and this is the first one, Bethel, the second will be Jericho, and then Jordan. Significant events took place at each location. So Bethel, Bethel, again you've got the word Elohim in there for God, Beth means house. So Bethel means house of God. The Lord visited Jacob at Bethel and confirmed the promise of salvation made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to Jacob. So this is why Jacob called that place Bethel, house of God. Wherever the Lord's word is, there the Lord is present. And this is why the place was called Bethel. Verse 3, And the sons of the prophets who were at Bethel came out to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? And he said, Yes, I know. Keep silent. The sons of the prophets are those who are being trained to be preachers of the word. That's what a prophet is, one who speaks forth the word of Yahweh. Then Elijah said to him, Elisha, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to Jericho. And he said, As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. What is significant about Jericho? Jericho was the first city of conquest in the promised land. The Lord brought the walls of Jericho tumbling down and gave Israel a great victory through the ministry of Joshua. The conquest of Jericho marked the beginning of the fulfillment of God's promise of salvation that had been reinforced to Jacob at Bethel. And the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho came to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? So he answered, Yes, I know. Keep silent. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, please, 
for the Lord has sent me on to the Jordan. And he said, as the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. What is the significance of the river Jordan? The river Jordan was the body of water the children of Israel passed through on dry ground as they entered the promised land. So the crossing of the Jordan signifies God's promise of salvation fulfilled. So the children of Israel, when they were redeemed by the blood of the Passover lamb in Egypt, crossed through the Red Sea on dry ground. That began their earthly pilgrimage. And then that 40 years of wilderness wandering ended with them crossing through the Jordan into the promised land. The promised land is always a picture of salvation. So the meek shall inherit the earth, Jesus says in the Beatitudes. It's really the meek in faith shall inherit the fullness of salvation. Heaven and earth are ours in Christ Jesus. So you can see the parallel here to baptism. The crossing of the Red Sea was Israel's baptism, and that baptism came to its completion in the crossing of the Jordan into the Promised Land. So also for us, our baptism begins us on our earthly pilgrimage, and when we die, we cross into the Promised Land to await the resurrection from the dead. So those kinds of parallels are set up here. You got Bethel, the place where the promise was given, Jordan, the first city of conquest in the promised land, uh, Jericho, and Jordan, the river that they entered through into dry land. The fifty men of the sons of the prophets went and stood facing them at a distance, while the two of them stood by the Jordan. Now Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up, and struck the water, and it was divided this way and that so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. Elijah's mantle symbolizes his office as prophet, the office of the word. Similarly, a pastor's stole is like the prophet's mantle. It symbolizes his office, the office of the word. And so it was when they had crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, ask, what may I do for you before I am taken away from you? And Elisha said, Please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. Now in verse 9, in the English Bible, spirit is not capitalized. That's an editorial choice made by uh, the scribes here for the New King James Bible. But what Elijah is, uh, Elisha is asking for from Elisha is a double portion of the Holy Spirit. Because the only authority we have is the authority of the Word, and he who is at work through the Word is the Holy Spirit, who both inspires the Word and then is at work through the Word to bring about repentance and faith. So it is really a double portion of the Holy Spirit that Elisha is asking for so that he might be faithful in his office as prophet. Verse 10. So he said, you have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken away from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. Then it happened as they continued on and talked that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them. 
and Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. So you see the ascended victory in this chariot of fire and the whirlwind as a sign of how the word of Elijah through the ministry of Elisha and subsequent prophets and apostles, evangelists, pastors, and teachers will swirl around the world over to the four winds to call, gather, and enlighten the whole Christian church on earth in the one true faith. So that's prefigured here in the Old Testament miraculous ascension of Elijah that points forward to the miraculous ascension of our Lord Jesus, who is even now at the right hand of God the Father and who by his word and by his sacraments is with his church to the end of the age in every corner of the globe wherever the word is preached and the sacraments are administered. Verse 12, now Elisha sought and he cried out, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and its horsemen. So Elisha saw it, indicating he would receive the double portion of the spirit. So he saw him no more and he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two pieces. He also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he had struck the water, it was divided this way and that, and Elisha crossed over. Now when the sons of the prophets who were from Jericho saw him, they said, The spirit of Elijah rests upon Elisha. And that was the truth. And they came to meet him, and bowed to the ground before him. This is the word of the Lord. So what do we learn? Four points. Number one, Elijah was Elisha's spiritual father. Through the word of salvation, he taught Elisha. Number two, the Lord's victory over sin, death, and the power of Satan is proclaimed in the ascensions of both Elijah and Jesus. Number three, as the ministry of the word was passed on to Elisha from Elijah, so Jesus passed on the ministry of the word to the apostles at his ascension. Number four, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is present to comfort and strengthen us in our earthly pilgrimage wherever his word and sacraments are faithfully preached and administered. The ascension of Elijah into heaven in the victorious image of the whirlwind and fiery chariot points to Jesus' victory over sin, death, and the power of the devil as he triumphantly ascended into heaven after his death and resurrection. As Elijah had been Elisha's spiritual father, so Jesus was the spiritual father to his disciples. As Elisha took up the mantle of office and continued to work the work of preaching the word of God after Elijah's ascension, so the disciples became Jesus' apostles and preached the word on his behalf in all the world. The Holy Spirit who rested upon Elijah was given to Elisha. The Holy Spirit who rested upon Jesus was given to the twelve. By Jesus' word, the gift of the Holy Spirit, the apostles would faithfully proclaim the gospel and by the apostolic scriptures, the word of Jesus is carried into all the world. The Lord's promise of salvation has been fulfilled 
and in the preaching of the gospel, the victory over sin is proclaimed for the salvation and comfort of countless souls. As Elisha loved his spiritual father, Elijah, because of the word of life he received from him, so the apostles loved Jesus and desired never to be separated from him wherever Jesus' word is preached in its truth and purity, and wherever his sacraments are faithfully administered according to his institution, there is Jesus with all the blessings of salvation that he won for us upon the cross. Our spiritual father, Christ Jesus, is always with us by his word and spirit. Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Let us pray. O Lord, as Elijah ascended into heaven in victory and gave the ministry of the word to Elisha, teach us to believe that Jesus gave the ministry of the word to his apostles at his ascension, that through the faithful preaching of his word, we might always abide in the presence of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.